if someone from Dublin does it, he actually doesn't. He's not talented. Ah, this is culture bias. This is bias against culture. Yeah, already. but so we can't say it, but you can say it. Yes. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts, and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Time to turn our attention to matters hurling because it's a big weekend uh, across the hurling championship uh, in both Leinster and Munster, the John McDonough final as well. Time to say good morning to the former uh, Limerick star, Seamus Hickey. Morning, Seamus. How are things? Morning, lads. How are you? Thanks for hopping on. Uh, we have, uh, I have a list of fixtures in front of me here just to run people through them. So tomorrow, Saturday, we have the Joe McDonough Cup final. That's Carlo Anopheli at Croke Park at uh, quarter to five. And then Sunday's big games. The Leicester Senior Hurling Championship around five. Uh, all these games at two o'clock. So at uh, TEG Cusick Park, it's Westmead and Antrim. The Dubs take on Galway at Croke Park at two. And it's Wexford Kilkenny at Chadwick's Wexford Park from two o'clock as well. That's a big game for Wexford. And in Munster. Uh, both games at 4 o'clock on Sunday Tip Waterford at the FBD Semple Stadium and uh, the TUS Gaelic Rounds at 4 o'clock is Limerick Cork we might start in Munster Seamus uh, given your, it's yourself with us uh, I've been looking at the permutations this morning but I guess we can essentially say if, what, if uh, Tip beat Waterford as we would expect Tip would join Clare in a Munster final and then it's essentially a straight shootout between Limerick and Cork uh, to progress in the championship so there's going to be a, a big faller this, uh, this weekend Seamus yeah, that's how that's how you look you look at it. That's how you expect it. Um, it really would be something that would uh, be extraordinarily unexpected for for Waterford to produce something against Tipperary, considering the low ebb that they're at. Uh, nothing's impossible, but I would expect the Tip to be playing for that place with Clare in the Munster final, uh, and Limerick and Cork really looking looking for progression, looking to get through to the Lee McCarthy stages. I think that's what they're playing for. Um, very, like, they, it's incredibly high stakes for the last round um, it's it's uh, it's been a terrific championship so far so uh, the last weekend is fitting So any concern in Limerick or is it kind of going relatively to plan because I know John Kiley would have seriously targeted the league campaign and it's probably going to pay dividends if, if you know later on in the championship but they weren't bad last weekend uh, it just it's it's coming in drips and drabs yeah, so like it's yeah, it, are people concerned? Listen, the plan is always to win every game. Uh, I think that's every team. If they're telling you anything different, well, then you know that's not the plan. So, uh, is it uh, for me? There were really positive things against Tipperary. Uh, again, to be in a winning position in the end, uh, having lost a man in the frantic closing stages uh, in a in a scrap like that, to even have been in the position. Uh, to be in a point ahead uh, was was a great place to be. Graham O'Kahey made an incredible f- impact when he came in. It was great to see him um, uh, from a personal perspective. Great to see Graham come in and make the impact that he's made so often before. Um, but, you know, it, it has come in dribs and drabs. Cahill O'Neill was a huge plus mm. for me out of the game. Uh, his, I suppose his performance has been coming. I, I think it's been promised for, for a while in the league. His first couple of games in the championship were tough for him. Uh, didn't really get into it, but really, really gave Ronan Maher all sorts of problems for, and you know, talking about one of the, the pre- premier defenders in the in the country. So yeah, it, there was good, good and bad in the in, in the Tipperary game, but it really is the the nature of the competition and the level of the competition of the teams around Limerick. I would say more so than even themselves. It, it's a reflection of the standard in Munster. Um, you know, going into a game against Cork, who are so unpredictable I would say mm-hmm. uh, for them to to play as well as they did against Clare and not get a result is, is going to be tough 
uh, I think um, they were really like that. That Dermot Ryan point was was superb uh, to to kill their hopes, but they have it all to play for against Limerick, and uh, you know again historically they just they haven't feared the green and white. So travelling up to the gate grounds just won't have the same uh, deterrent uh, as uh, as some other counties. Is there a fear in Limerick, Seamus? Like Limerick were. Um, the shortest price favourites basically to win the Hurling All-Ireland in years and years and years I think after the league final they were about 4-7 to seven, and probably an overreaction but you take they, they struggle to be 14-man Watford which looks a terrible result now really in hindsight um, Cork as you say are unpredictable so there's a there's a really realistic chance here that Limerick are going to just go out without getting out of the Munster Championship um, and how would that sit in the province sorry in the county in, in light of obviously the success that you've had because this is a re- this should be a fear I guess yeah, so like this is, it's interesting. Like the hurling public is a hurling public. Uh, after the Watford game, uh, I had, I had several people, one of them particularly, uh, 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 a woman in her, in her late fifties go up to me and she goes, well, they gave us a good run. It's over now, I suppose. <laughs> I was like, I was like it, it, we had won the game. Uh, it, we, we had played poorly. But listen, to me, it, the, the, especially the early stages of most championship were always going to be hard because of the league final. Um, because of the effort that they'd given to it, I am surprised at the level of performance. Uh, I, I thought that they would be further along, uh, but historically, in the years gone past, we'll say the last three, four years, they have gotten better as the year has progressed. Uh, and I'm hoping that we'll say, you know, if we can get a result against Cork, um, you know, and I'd be listen. I, I think that they will personally. I, I think that they will get a result against Cork. Uh, that you know, it might actually be a very good route to go. Uh, to get a quarterfinal, to get um, uh, a route that gives them more games and more of a chance to to, to warm the engine up. Um, but you know they've they've hurled a lot of of, of hurling miles collectively, um, and you know when you're in a, a competition that is as competitive as it is, um, I thought Clare have been superb really outside of the outside of the the, the three wobbler goals I would say that they conceded. Uh, in the first half against Tipperary, they've they've been exceptional. Uh, they've been really, 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 really good. Hurled at a very, very high standard. So, um, you know, they've they've really deserved their monster final berth. And then, you know, Tipperary are, are again. Liam Cahill has them has them raised. <clears throat> they've got a great blend. I think they've a really good blend of the under twenties and twenty one success that they, they had with Liam Cahill and the established players like even Bonner Maher now had a real. I thought he had a really big impact and, and caused a lot of problems for Limerick early in the, in the, in the first half um, in Central Stadium. So they've got a really, really good mix um, of, of youth and experience there. Um, and then Corker scoring goals for fun, um, going out to games for long periods, looking like looking like they're written off and then all of a sudden um, making these charges. So even against Tipperary below Cork, but uh, even especially against Clare, I suppose what, what got them against Clare is that they just couldn't get their nose in front. They couldn't get that point to go ahead at any stage in the second half. Uh, and I think that was ultimately, you know, that's how that's how Clare really got over the line. So the, uh, but, you know, Limerick, uh, for me, they haven't tapped their potential yet. There's been a couple of really positive things, um, but there's been a couple of negative things too. Sean Finn, losing Sean Finn has been has been hard. Like I, Regardless of the calibre of person coming in to replace him, uh, it's just it's difficult to have uh, a player like him missing, uh, and then see Mark Keogh and uh, and uh, and Jake Morris play as well as they did. So, listen, it's it's the nature of the competition. 
Uh, maybe a little bit of of, of, of fatigue uh, on the Limerick perspective, but you know they get a result against Cork and the road opens up ahead of them. Is it mental or physical fatigue? Because like the narrative around Limerick has been, look at how young the look at how young the panel is. Basically, they're going to win all Ireland, they're fighting centre. But as you mentioned, James, like compared Leinster to Munster at the moment, like you can't just turn up at ninety ninety five percent and win in Munster. So if you're a little bit off. Well, at the, I mean, unfortunately, you can if you're playing Watford uh, at the moment. But uh, if if you're playing anybody else, you need to be a hundred percent. And the margins, like for 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 there to be two draws uh, and two one point games mm. after that, uh, to me speaks to the to, to the nature of the competition. And then what's their championship has been like that? I saw a great table during the week of of you know Clare have the most wins in Munster. Mm. Um, <laughs> Limerick, Limerick have done okay. Limerick have drawn games. Limerick have had four draws uh, in the last in the last five years. So you know it's it's a tricky format against good teams. So you can't you can't show up in anything but your best. And you've got all these different playing styles that match up differently against the the, the, other, uh, the, the other counties. So like Clare's style, for whatever reason, max, matches up better against Limerick than it does against Tipperary. Um, Clare have always struggled with Tipperary. So. It's it's a it's a strange dynamic. Limerick normally do better against Tip than they do against Clare, um, and then again Cork can go either way uh, depending on depending on what you get. So it, it's uh, it's a really really tough competition, and it's uh, it's I suppose it's 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 decades and, and, and almost a century in the in the making. We have a couple of comments in this morning as well. ML89 says, think someone will land the knockout blow on Limerick this year. It could be Kilkenny, Galway, Clare or Tip, but it won't be Cork. Limerick to win by four this weekend. And uh, also a question, I suppose, for, for yourself, Seamus. Will Kylie drop Hegarty again this year? Uh, it's, 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 it's possible. Um, Cahill O'Neill now is, is actually after making that a possibility. I... I, I really had a strong thought during the Tip game that uh, the time for maybe you know, trying the likes of Keane, Keane Lynch midfield, bringing Kyle Hayes up to the half-forward line just to try something different, to try and jolt that line into into kind of uh, into something that resembled, you know, the strength that we've had in the last couple of years. Because our half-forward line, and I've said this, I've said this repeatedly, that Limerick do well on our puckouts and our and our winning, our ability to win the middle, uh, particularly collisions in the middle, particularly. Um, or, or strength around there, and we haven't been winning the middle third uh, in the Munster Championship. We did in the league, but uh, that was the that was a different competition. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's possible. You're owed for whatever reason, and and these are you know these are humans. Like so, we we all have periods of form and periods where we're where we're not as good. Um, and just it's just just it's not clicking uh, for Giroud, and he's had to put up with an awful lot of rubbish off the field as well in terms of rumors of deep the panel and things like that, which is. You know that's that's never helpful, uh, and it's never good for your state of mind when you're trying to play. So, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where it, it, maybe you try something different. Um, I, I do feel that the fact that Limerick have, have succeeded for as long as they have with more or less the same start at fifteen is a potential weakness. Um, it, you know, it does help teams plan for you a bit more, um, and you know, throwing something in different might actually help them. Uh, from a from a, a predictability standpoint, and also trying to get the best out of Keane. Uh, so, like I can see, Keane Lynch is doing his utmost, um, and I suppose the, inter- the injuries have interrupted his flow, his his, his rhythm, his momentum, uh, and maybe maybe uh, a stint midfield where he's he's all, you know he's excelled um, before. Yeah, maybe that would actually be a good thing for him. So, yeah, it's possible. 
how um, straightforward or otherwise is it for a Limerick hurler these days to live a normal life if you live in Limerick um, with all the celebrity that entails at this stage? Well, it's uh, it's it's all relative, really. Like you know, in, in, how hard is it to to be a Leinster rugby player in Dublin? It's yeah, our Dublin footballer in Dublin, uh, a Mayo footballer in Mayo. It, it, you draw attention. And I suppose the good thing about you know hurling and football is with our amateur players is that we we get to live with them. You know their jobs aren't typically you know a lot of them are in the community, a lot of them are in, t- in classrooms, in schools. So like you've you've access to these to these people. So it, it's it's not that difficult. I think to be fair, Limerick has been a fairly good place to be. Now it's it's uh, it's the the only trap that uh, that you're going to fall into is the is the the overwhelming positivity of the last few years. Um, and maybe a bit of uncertainty and a bit of nerves and a bit of trepidation this year with the the results of the Munster Championship. I, I still think I still think once you go into the once you go into the unit once you go into the dressing room that you really do kind of diffuse a lot of that noise. I, I'm a big believer in it. I know that they they work very hard on that on ch- tuning out the noise, the external. I suppose what they call. Uh, BS. I'm gonna say it in the PC way mm-hmm. or a uh, polite way here, but you know it, it. That's that's part of the setup. Part of the setup is 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 knowing and acknowledging the distractions that are around you and and the, and I suppose the talk and the narratives that you can't control. So, um, for me, for me, it's 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 just part and parcel. I think they've 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 done it now for for an extended period of time, so that they, you know it's part and parcel of. Um, the action in Leinster is fascinating as well this weekend Seamus to be Good fair time, because yeah. I mean you've got at the top end of things Galway and Kilkenny and Dublin I suppose depending on what happens vying for a place in the uh, Leinster final Galway and Kilkenny in the driving seat for those positions but at the bottom um, I mean Wexford's shock loss to, to Westmeath last week haven't been 16 points I think it was up at half time I think was it, at, at one point they were 17 point, up yeah. Yeah, insane That's stuff and, uh, and they do know a draw at home to Kilkenny this weekend would be enough to save them from dropping to the Joe McDonough um, but if they were to lose Wexford they'd require Westmeath to at least draw at home to Antrim so look permutations aside Seamus how how big a blow would it be if Wexford were to drop to the to the Joe McDonough Cup like is this a, the sort of thing that would set them back years Nah, listen. It is. It would it, be a massive blow. Like there, there's no, there's no maybe. Um, because the the fall happened in Offaly before you know people realised what it actually was. Mm. Um, and and look how long it took them to to recover. And and you can see them now doing extremely well uh, at underage level and minor hurling um, and at under twenties. But and uh, to see them now in the Joe McDonough to actually try and complete their their resurrection is a good thing it's a good thing for hurling it's a good thing for everybody involved i would say if in, in in awfully um but that took them years and what the problem is when you're when you're going down it, it, it's a very divisive um thing to happen so you know it, it it rarely it rarely ends with everybody banding together to 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 come together and pull pull you out of it in the beginning. In the beginning, it, it leads to division and 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 all sorts of uh, of breakdown. Uh, like you know, even just for the Limerick perspective, in two thousand and ten, when we went down to Division Two in the National Hurling League, it took us five years to get out of it um, of Division Two uh, and the restructuring of the leagues and different things happened. But it was a very divisive thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, it's 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 not a it's not something that Wexford want. Uh, they don't want they don't want to be staring that. In the face, and and Kilkenny are not a, you know, they're not a compassionate group. They're not going to be thinking of, <laughs> of Bo Wexford like they're they're 
to me, uh, they are they are what they are. Uh, they're they're going to Wexford for for, for a result uh, to close out their campaign, uh, an impressive campaign, I would say. Um, you know, they should have beaten Galway. I thought. Um, are they contenders, uh, Seamus? Oh, a hundred percent, no question. So the comment there about someone could land a knockout blow on Limerick, I agree with that. It's it's very possible. And Kilkenny are as likely as anybody. Galway can do the same. Um, I, I think that the the Galway-Dublin game will be very revealing mm-hmm. because Dublin played well against Kilkenny, played very well against Kilkenny. Um, with real, I, I think Michal Donoghue, what I saw from that Dublin team was, you know, a, a belief that they could contend. And, you know, and then the execution of the skills for me, it was a really, really good performance. I, I don't think six points was the margin between Dublin and Kilkenny. Uh, it, it was, it was one of those things where you know Kilkenny hit seven points in a row in the second half um, at a at a time when Dublin looked like they were really coming into it, uh, and uh, Dublin still managed to come to to stay at it at the end. And there was no whimper at the end. They really, really did fight to the end. So um, that that Dublin Galway game is another measuring stick for Dublin and their progress. Uh, but it's also for Galway then, you know, how how serious are they? Because you know, to me, it's a good game to, to the, the Galway Dublin game, uh, a very very interesting game for both teams. Galway will want to to show their metal, uh, and Dublin then will want to see, you know, how close how, how close were are they, and and was the Kilkenny game? Can they repeat the performance? Because if they can repeat the performance, they'll trouble Galway. There's mm. no question. Yeah, it's going to be an incredible weekend of, of hurling. So 2 o'clock on Sunday for those Leinster matches and 4 o'clock uh, for the Munster Games on Sunday afternoon as well with the Joe McDonough Cup final between Carlo and Offaly tomorrow. Seamus, brilliant stuff as always. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks, Ed. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.